just uh, looking in <clears throat> Acts and uh, a great example of uh, someone that's been radically changed, the Apostle Paul. I'm going to read his conversion story real quick in Acts chapter 9 and then uh, finish up. So in Acts chapter 9, the, the, the uh, Pharisee Saul was a remarkable guy. He was uh, well-spoken. He was powerful. He was brought up in, under uh, Gamaliel. I mean, he knew the Bible like no one else knew the Bible. And he was zealous for his religion. It was empty. He was dead spiritually, but he was zealous for his religion. So he's going down this road. He's on his way to persecute more believers because he's, he's bound to determine to stop this new way. People following this Jesus of Nazareth that he, that, that claiming to be, you know, the Messiah. This is blasphemy to him. Somebody that's blind. Think, I mean, basically cursing Jesus as some imposter. That this Jesus is, you know, a, a, a false, mis, false messiah to say the least. But, but he's got to stop this. So, chapter 9 of uh, Acts, verse 3. And, he, and, and they journeyed, and he came near Damascus, and suddenly there was there shone around about him a light from heaven. And he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying in him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said to him, I am Jesus whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the goads, kick against the pricks. And trembling and astonished, he said, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise, go into the city, and it should be told thee what thou must do. And verse 7, and The men which journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice, hearing a sound, hearing this noise, but seeing no man, Saul arose from the earth, and when his eyes were opened, he saw no man, but they led him by the hand and brought him to Damascus. So, short story, he was blind. He was spiritually blind, and now he is physically blind, and he's had an encounter with the Lord Jesus. Verse 9, he went three days without sight, neither did he eat or drink. Paul had to wrestle within himself. What just took place? Who did I just meet? What happened? Uh, he had to really come to the conclusion that he's on the wrong path. He wasn't following God. He was against God. He wasn't serving God. He was serving the devil. Until he had his eyes opened. Let's go to uh, verse 10. And there was a certain disciple in Damascus named uh, Ananias. And to him, the Lord in a vision said, I Ananias, he said, here I am, Lord. He said, go unto him, rise and go into this street, which is called straight and inquire in the house of Judas, one called Saul of Tarsus, for behold, he prayeth Amen. and hath seen in a vision, a man named Ananias, that's you coming in and putting his hands on him that he might see, receive his sight. And Ananias said, Lord. I've heard a lot of things. I've heard many things about this man and how evil, much evil he hath done to thy saints of Jerusalem. And here he hath the authority from the chief priest to band all that call on thy name. The Lord said unto him, Go thy way, the Lord told him. He's a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and the kings 
and children of Israel, for I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. And so, verse 17, Ananias went his way and entered into the house and put in his hands on him, said, Brother Saul, the Lord, even Jesus, the one that you are persecuting, the Lord, even Jesus, that appeared unto thee in the way, as thou camest, has sent me, I'm sorry, as thou camest, has sent me that thou might receive thy sight and be filled, filled with the Holy Ghost. And, and I'm, I'm going to go, well, verse 18, immediately there fell from his eyes that had been scales and received his sight, forthwith he arose and was baptized. And when he had received uh, food, he was strengthened. Then was Saul certain days with the disciples that there at Damascus, verse 20, and straightway, immediately, he preached Christ. The same one that he was persecuting, he preached Christ. There was a dramatic, dramatic, dramatic change in Saul's life when he met the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm just thinking how we wax and we wane, we grow and we shrink and we change from day to day. We feel good one day, we feel bad another day. One day we're certain we're going to heaven, another day we act like we're going to hell. There ought to be a big difference <laughs> between those folks that know the Lord Jesus Christ, know their sins have been forgiven, are headed for heaven. There ought to be a big difference between those folks with their eyes opened and everyone else. It's just, I mean, everyone else should look like a zombie to us. Half alive, half dead. Not knowing where they're going. Blind. Blind. Spiritually blind. We just saw this movie called Nefarious, and uh, it's about a guy on death row, and he's in... Uh, inhabited by all these demons. In fact, he says legion. And he's talking to a atheistic psychologist, right? A psychiatrist, right? And so it's uh, kind of funny. But I mean, it's a very interesting movie and all, and uh, uh, what he claims and all. But I mean, you know, the demons, they see... Uh, uh, the, uh, it was very uh, interesting to hear this author's take on demons and the dark side and hating God calling him some evil ruler because if you don't worship him and his ego, then you, you know, and you have a will. And if you don't choose, you know, what he wants you to choose, then you're condemned, you know. And so they hate him for this. And so in order to get back at him, they win, they win, they win by hating God's image, people made in God's image, and and keeping them blind, dragging them to hell, whatever portion in life, whatever stage in life, whatever religion, however rich or poor they are, dragging them all to hell, getting back at God. Well, uh, 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 indeed, people are blind <laughs> and deceived by the by the devil at every level. You know, from homeless people up to the highest, highest, highest positions in leadership in the world, deceived and blind. And uh, how that, uh, you know, when, when, when we know the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, we ought to look different, act different, sound different, be completely awake and aware. Certainly we are weak. We are human. You know, just under the surface of our skin lies, you know, the complaining and murmuring, and uh, the, all these blasphemies, just on, because sin dwells within, it still lives in us, even though we're saved. We just don't. We just ought not to choose to 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 uh, uh, follow this sinful nature. That's our. That's that's the rest of our life. 
Who, what, how are you going to choose? We live in this vast, vast, vast gray area. Now, we may be saved, but we have this vast gray area that we live in. Well, one day we feel like we're headed for heaven. Next day we live like we're headed for hell. There always ought to be this, this acknowledgement that apart from God, there go I. I would be lost, lost, lost forever headed for hell if it wasn't for the love and the grace of God that sent this Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. And because of that, because of that, we should be changed, changed, changed like no one else. Our eyes open, our hearts sold out to God. Even though we have sin living within us, you know, we have our bad days acknowledging we belong to Him and we serve Him. In chapter uh, 26, I'm just going to read Paul. Many, many years later, Paul's rehearsing his conversion to, uh, to uh, was King Agrippa. And so uh, verse 16, I'm just going to read. You don't have to turn there. Verse 26 Verse 16, but arise, this is what he's recounting, uh, what, what happened to him on the road. Arise and stand upon thy feet. I have appeared unto thee uh, for the purpose to make thee a minister and a witness both of these things thou hast seen and of those things which I sh will appear unto thee, delivering thee from the people, that's the Gentiles, and from, I'm sorry, from the Jews, and from the Gentiles unto whom I send thee. In verse 18, this is your purpose. This is when Paul's purpose all along, all his life long, since he had his eyes opened. To open their eyes, sinners, to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness that they walk in, live in, breathe in, sleep in, darkness, to light, to turn them from darkness to light, and from the power of Satan. If you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, you're living in the power of Satan. You're just half alive and headed for hell. A zombie, you know. To turn them from the power of Satan. He has power that God has given him. He's on a leash. God uses him for his own purposes. But his power is going to turn them from the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive the forgiveness of sins. Wow. And so once someone's eyes are opened, wow. And their hearts <laughs> have been claimed by God. Oh my gosh, the praise and, and, and just the praise and, and, and thanksgiving ought to be pouring out of our minds, our lives, our mouths, our hearts, and all that we do. For such a great Savior. And we should look like, oh man, spectacles. <laughs> spectacles for Christ. Praise the Lord. We have such a great calling on our lives. Amen. Amen.